Welcome to US Rail Journeys, Series 2. In this series, I travel from LA to Chicago on the Southwest Chief, then from Chicago to New Orleans on both Amtrak's City of New Orleans train and a rail replacement bus. I then travel back from New Orleans to Los Angeles on the Sunset Limited. I also get to travel on the San Joaquins the Coast Starlight and the Pacific Surfliner, in all over 6,300 miles in 14 days. Episode 9, where we travel south from Carbondale by rail replacement bus. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time the train is going to move. We're going to move the train a little bit to get out of the way for the other train. Just letting you know what's going on, we are not leaving the station. Again, on behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we appreciate your patience and do apologize for any inconvenience this has caused. I like the optimism of any. <laughs> oh, it's cold in here. <laughs> yes. Well, there's some room to move around. We're about to have a calisthenics class. If you well, no, join and us. no, no, no. And you can see the sun. A little yoga. <laughs> Carbondale definitely wasn't on my itinerary this week. There's a tattoo parlor? I mean, come either. on. Uh, there's a sign on the waiting room which says no guns and no soliciting. Okay. <laughs> nice. So it strikes me it's a very upmarket town. Well, it's a beautiful morning, so. Yeah. Nice and cri crisp. To? I'm headed to New Orleans, then Los Angeles, having left Los Angeles on Thursday. Kind of a round trip. It is a round trip. It is a round trip, and it will be a series of podcasts. Are you traveling alone, or are you with some other folks? On this train, I'm with two friends of mine who live in Ann Arbor. But for the rest of the trip, I'm traveling alone. You're making a podcast? Yep. Are you going to talk about the broken down train? Yes, yes. And I have media accreditation from Amtrak, so they know, you know, they know I'm on this train. Fantastic. Oh boy, I'm sure they're not happy about that. They're like, oh, this is the wrong one should, to have an issue. You send, send us your, your link and we'll download and listen to it. <laughs> we're, we're living the podcast right exactly. now. Exactly. Look on the positive side. You'll see some places you would have passed through during the night, like Carpendale. <laughs> Wow, it looks exactly like Wisconsin. It is what it is. It's fine. We'll get there. So where are you from? We're from the Milwaukee area. Mm. Wisconsin, yeah. So we're, uh, we are all part of uh, eighth grade. There's 32 of us. <laughs> and so it's her eighth grade class. Right. And we're on a class trip. And so there's a bunch of parent chaperones and we're all, you know, we're in Elm Grove, Wisconsin. Brookfield, which is outside of Milwaukee, and this is their eighth grade class trip down to New Orleans. And so we take the train down there Sunday night over into Monday, and then we have different things that we're doing on Tuesday, you know, Monday night, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and then we fly home Friday night. So it's a, this is, they do this, this trip for the eighth grade class every year they do it in New Orleans. So. Morning. All right, hold on, we're about to pop over. Just yeah, you're thing. supposed to sit. I, I got the sea legs. Oh, oh I meant him. I was okay. talking to my husband. I'm okay. So that's what we're, uh, 
There's, there's a whole group of us that are all down here. My wife, Jamie, went with our older daughter two years ago, and then I went with our oldest, oldest daughter. daughter four years ago. And four years ago when I went on this trip, the train was fine. It didn't stop at all, and we made it all the way to New Orleans. So as it was, we were going to get stuck in Jackson, Mississippi yeah. because of the flooding, right? So We're really moving. I bet the people out there are I thought they said like two feet. Yeah, there's going to be people like running from the train station. I'm sure they know what to find them. Well, they have to get another train in here that's going north. So that's why they're having to take us out of the platform. Where are we going to end up then? And then we'll back up, probably. Let's just leave them. So if the train can... The issue is there's no power to the cars. Therefore you have no toilets, nothing. That's probably seen to be unacceptable. So how how does the train run? Like, what's the power source? For the for moving the train, it must be like there's a diesel electric right. Natural gas or is it no, diesel it's or diesel. diesel. There's about one thousand eight hundred gallons of diesel in the locomotive, okay. according to a friend of mine who looked at the gauge. So there's plenty of diesel up front. That well, it's the power connection way. between yeah. the locomotive and the cars that where the fault is. What generates electricity? Does it do they use the diesel? To, the diesel. The, there is a diesel engine, yeah. which then runs an uh, electricity generating turbine. Okay, so like an, a giant alternator basically. Yeah. yeah, and fundamentally the locomotive drive will be electric using that electricity generated by the diesel engine. That's why they're called diesel electric engines. Got it. <laughs> oh. oh, okay, so the toilet's still not working then? Uh, no. Oh, okay. In the platform. But we're far enough forward we can't get up on the platform then? Correct. Oh, well, I was headed that way. <laughs> yeah, you should have got off if you had to go to the bathroom. Well, I was well, worried I think they're going to back, back us back. Yeah. They will back us back up so we can get into the buses that may arrive one day once the school run is over. Oh, it better not be school buses. It won't be. It, uh, be. it better be coach buses. <laughs> Did they say when they were going to? Yeah. They were like talking 8.15. 8.30. I Well, this has made the news. The Southern Illinois News are here recording interviews with passengers as they get off the train. This must be a big story in this part of the world. The time is 10 to 8 in the morning. We've been given a little bit of breakfast. We've been asked to leave the train so that we're ready for our buses. That is, of course, the bit that people have forgotten. It is April Fool's Day today. Hopefully, sometime in the near future, they're going to say, Joke! You can all get back on. No, I don't think they will. It's now nine o'clock in the morning. We're still at Carbondale waiting, waiting, waiting for our buses. The train has left us, and there's one guy in the ticket office window, but making sure that the safety barrier between him and us is down. Not that there's actually any real descent that I can detect in the air. Here on the platform... There's an awful lot of baggage sat on the baggage cart, some to New Orleans, a lot of it for the group of school children that's travelling south. They've gone off for a walk, I think, to take their minds off it.
I went out a short while ago in search of coffee. There was a minor problem. The place doesn't open till seven o'clock tomorrow. But the guy who'd interviewed me for the local television network station stopped and asked me where I was going, and I said for a coffee, and he said, well, the only place in the direction I was going was the one that doesn't open today. But he did warn me not to cross the tracks, as in this town, apparently, it really is true there is a wrong side to the tracks. On the other side of the station from the tracks is Main Street, Carbondale. There's the Varsity Cinema. I've come across three bike shops, a tattoo shop, a hairdresser, but nothing that is open at all. almost seems that we've been dropped off in the town that's gone to sleep. There's a fair amount of traffic, and there's been one bus passed, stopped at the station going to the shopping mall. But apart from that, relatively little just been listening to a woman on her phone somebody suggesting that she goes and does some shopping for them as she explained if she disappears she could miss a bus there are people fretting in the waiting room there are people resigned there are people who are stony faced there are people who are smiling and joking all kinds of people here This is just something you couldn't have made up. They're trying to get the bus onto the platform, but in turning onto the platform, the bus has connected with the fencing. Ah, he's now coming along the platform. He's finally got himself round the corner. This really is becoming an adventure. You can tell it's a slow news day here in Carbondale. A different television crew has arrived to see the first people getting onto the bus. So one lot interviewed us when we arrived, then there's another lot to film us leaving. They're here, I think, to make sure we leave town. Yeah, they don't want a bunch of troublemakers like us yeah. in Carmadale for So we're now getting on the bus, which is on the platform, ready for the journey down to Jackson. A degree of celebration on the bus. <laughs> One final delay before departure. The driver needs to use the facility. Somebody wake me up at I ain't been asleep since yesterday. It's nearly quarter past ten. The first bus, which was the one we were meant to get on, was absolutely chocker full, so we let the last two seats. And our party of three go to some other people. This bus is actually comfortably empty, so I'm not complaining. But I will be happy to leave Carpenter. I really don't. I just been one of I was going to call Mr. McCann. Yeah, it's doing fine. The door is just shutting. And so the adventure recommences as we drive down the platform at Carpenter. We've just passed a sign that says, Welcome to Carbondale. We're now out of the town of Carbondale. I won't say we're on the open road, but we're definitely moving. 
We're now passing an area with quite a few hotels, a Hampton Inn, a Holiday Inn, and a restaurant called a Golden Corral. If the train had run to schedule, we'd have passed through a town spelt like Cairo, but pronounced Cairo, a river port at the junction of the Ohio and Mississippi rivers. Early settlers nicknamed this region Little Egypt because the land resembled the Nile River. After Cairo, we'd have crossed into Kentucky. Our rail replacement bus did stop at Fulton in Kentucky. This is the twin city to Fulton, Tennessee. They're separated only by a street that runs through the two towns. Fulton was once known as the banana crossroads of the United States. This was because the majority of banana shipments to middle America stopped at Fulton while the refrigerator cars were re-iced. The station, which is somewhat basic as you can see from the photographs, was used by a little over 4,000 passengers in 2016. The train would then have crossed the Kentucky-Tennessee state line and stopped at New Bern-Dyersburg. This town was created in 1823 and was once the fourth largest port in Tennessee. In 2017, the number of passengers using the station grew to nearly 3,800. On our way towards Memphis, we might have passed colourful steamboats lining the shores. We'd have passed Cotton Row, where the price of cotton was once set. Near Memphis Station, we might have seen Beale Street. Covering 15 city blocks, Beale Street once offered all that was legal and illegal in the New South. One of the area's most unique and remaining original businesses is Schwab's. They sell everything from shoes to voodoo supplies, and they've been there since 1876. We should have reached Memphis Station around 6.30 in the morning. That was about the time we were getting off the train in Carbondale. The central station, constructed in 1914, has been beautifully restored. The station was used by nearly 74,000 Amtrak passengers in 2017. After Memphis, if we'd been on the train, we'd have crossed the Tennessee-Mississippi state line. I have no idea where we are. A little bit out of Carbondale now, we've just passed some lakes. Uh, there are offices and laboratories. The sign that we've just passed just says a recreational lake. We're currently on a road labelled 24, heading towards Metropolis, passing through the Shawnee National Forest. Not, not the route I'd originally hoped for, but then we would have done all of this in the middle of the night, so I'm seeing it by day, which is a bonus. We've just crossed the Ohio River. We're about an hour into our journey. We've just passed hotels along the side of the road, including a Holiday Inn Express. We're now in Kentucky. I'm not quite sure where in Kentucky. Could be a place called Whitehaven because there's the Whitehaven Welcome Centre. 
and I could go to home floor and kitchens or next to that Arby's Liquors. This certainly is a coach trip through the heart of the United States of America. Ah, I made a mistake. Arby's is a fast food chain. The liquor store and smoke stop is next to it. There's also Popeye's Waffle House, All Seasons Car Wash, Paducah Cleaners, Oh, and your opportunity for a Big Mac. A Big Mac drive through in fact, next to the Marathon petrol station. The Backyard Burgers. An empty parking lot with an empty building. Probably an ex-supermarket because it had a pharmacy attached. And then we get to the Traveller's Inn and Suites. With weekly and monthly specials. And on our right is the cemetery. And so the parade of low-rise continues the US Bank, the KFC, the Star Liquors, the Nails, the H&R Block, Los Amigos Chongs, and then it's Chelsea Square. This little town, Paducah, was at one stage, and might still be for all I know, the biggest um, train maintenance town in the country. So there we know, Paducah is the place we're at, and important for trains in the past. Spring is far more advanced here than it was up in Illinois. The leaves are starting on some of the trees. That beautiful green that you see in the early spring, that first flush that the leaves have when they start to grow. at our first drop-off point, the Amtrak Fulton, Kentucky Rail Passenger Station, which is basically a container with a couple of windows in it. Who's getting off in Fulton? Nobody on this bus is going to Fulton. Having come down the dirt track to this magnificent, splendid station, nobody's getting off. My notes are currently underneath the bus, but I'm guessing that this is a flag stop and nobody's waving the flag. There was a little bit of excitement on the bus because of the fact that we'd come out of our way to go to Fulton Station. Some people are a little bit upset that there was nobody there to pick up, but the Amtrak staff and the bus driver are doing their best. Unfortunately, it's the usual thing that goes wrong lack of communication and I suspect that lack of communication actually occurs because people try to hide what is really happening. Anyway our next stop is meant to be Yazoo in Mississippi and they're trying now to find out whether there'll be anyone waiting for us at Yazoo before we take a further detour to get there. As we've been travelling along the road, there are some beautiful trees in bloom. From the colour, I would imagine that they're Judas trees. But they're growing wild in, in the hedgerows at the edge of the road. And they really are beautiful.
from the sign that we've just passed, I think we may now have entered Tennessee. We must have because it says Tennessee cares, buckle up. We're on Interstate 69 from the sign with a speed limit of 70 miles an hour. We've now been stopped by the police because somebody has rung 911. This goes from fast to unbelievable fast. Uh, the reason that she's called 911 is that because she was creating and making a lot of noise, the Amtrak staff person on the bus said that if she didn't behave, she would have to be put off the bus, and she's objecting to that. The policeman is now making it quite clear to her that this is the situation, that the Amtrak person has a responsibility, along with the coach driver, for ensuring that we get to our destination safely. If somebody had written today down and you read it, you'd just say it was rubbish, <laughs> unbelievable. But it really is happening. I'm being pulled over because of the 911 call. That really takes the biscuit. We've stopped for a short while at somewhere called Love's. There's a Good Father's Pizza, there's a Chester's, and I have no idea what else. Well, we're now progressing onwards after our lunch break. A lot of people are watching the film that they've put on. We're now driving along a single carriageway road through farmland. Every direction I look, there are fields. Houses scattered here and there, a few trees, but mainly large fields. Cloudy sky with a little bit of blue, some sunshine on the road. The sun's poking through the clouds. This podcast has been produced by the Mr. T Podcast Studio. I thank the passengers and crew at the City of New Orleans, our rail replacement bus drivers, and especially Amtrak's Camille Mahar and Ashley Bridges, who accompanied us on the buses. You all made this podcast possible. Thank you for listening. Please join me again in two weeks' time.